Louisiana Flood Response Should Be News, column by Jennifer Ann Moses from USA Today Opinions section. I'm Mark Ashby. I was living in Baton Rouge in 2005 when Hurricane Katrina hit and what seemed like half the population of New Orleans ended up in my neighborhood, and again only a month later when Rita, an even more powerful storm than Katrina, made landfall. Neither event was pretty, but only one dominated the news. To this day, people on the Gulf Coast call Rita the Forgotten Storm because although it caused more than $12 billion worth of damage, prompted the largest evacuation in the history of the United States, primarily from Houston, and destroyed entire communities, unlike its famous predecessor, Rita didn't mess with New Orleans. Sure, Baton Rouge, Lafayette, and dozens of small towns were walloped by Rita, but who really cared about such places? Flyover towns with little relatively to offer tourists or purveyors of cultural enticements. It hurt, but we managed. Because that's what people do in the small cities and towns that define most communities in South Louisiana, manage. And not only manage, but manage across racial, socioeconomic, and religious lines. Which is why when 9-11 happened, the people of Baton Rouge took turns, as citizen brigades, to guard businesses owned by Muslims. This summer, Baton Rouge has been in the news a lot, though. That's because it was where police fatally shot Alton Sterling, a black man, prompting protests, then the slaying of three police officers by a former Marine. These events made the front page and six o'clock news from coast to coast, though the racially diverse funeral services weren't covered. Now that Baton Rouge and cities and towns like it are underwater, the resulting response hasn't been an outpouring of love, money, and concern that we saw in the Big Easy after Katrina, or a gasp of despair and sympathy after the shootings. It's merely a big shrug. I now live in New Jersey, far from the scene of the misery, so let me offer some first-hand testimony from my friends in Baton Rouge. Kate Lupin. We have friends who have lost everything. For Baton Rouge as a whole, this is the worst weather event in memory. Caskets floating in the street, alligators emerging, the whole shebang. Mark Ballard, Our neighborhood is okay, but everywhere else is covered in water. Those finger roads between the lakes near LSU, Louisiana State University, are covered, and it's all one great big lake now. I-10 and I-12 have water and are closed, so we're isolated now. Becky Moppert, I saw the CBS reporting of the situation, but it barely scratches the surface of what's really going on. The flooding is really unbelievable, an unbelievable mess. My nephew Kyler has a fishing boat and has spent the past two days rescuing people. And finally, from Alan Lenhart, water everywhere. The enormity of the devastation makes Katrina look like a Sunday picnic. We are praying there are not windstorms as the ground is so supersaturated that the trees will start falling. The national media seem to have forgotten we exist. Since black and white people are working together to help one another, I guess there's no story here. Note that last bit. No story here. Is that true? Is the face of this disaster so badly at odds with the national narrative that we don't know what to do with it, how to frame it, and most of all, how to respond to it? Or is it that we're so riveted by every last little bit of gossip from the Donald Trump circus that our own ability to focus has short-circuited? Indeed, in those parts of town that aren't underwater, in general the older parts built on high ground, 
There isn't a man, woman, or child who isn't collecting and bagging food, blankets, clothing, and medical supplies, and others distributing them. It's a mess, an unprecedented natural disaster inflicted on a place where modern hubris and the lure of profit has turned former swamps into highly vulnerable housing developments, and where the grinding ordinariness of poverty has allowed half the population to struggle on under conditions so unjust that your average biblical prophet would have a heart attack. Even so, Blacks, whites, Latinos, Catholics, Baptists, Jews, Muslims, Hindus, Republicans, Democrats, and the family pet are all working together to clothe the naked, feed the hungry, rescue the endangered, and comfort the bereaved. And I mean that literally. My former synagogue, Beth Shalom, has converted itself into a staging ground for the collection and distribution of food, medicine, and clothing. Ditto Istruma Baptist. Ditto Caring to Love Ministries. Ditto Our Lady of Mercy. Ditto First United Methodist. And it's not just people like my friend Becky.